All right, hello, idiots on parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Jake, I, I have no reason to lie to you. You're my very good friend. I have known you for years. I feel like absolute shit, and I'm paranoid, and I don't like either of them. It, it's weird that you assume that I was going to call you out for lying on that one. I believe you. <laughs> So here's what's going on. Starting Wednesday, my whole body has started to hurt, just like every joint, every muscle. And I'll walk for like 10 minutes and I just feel like I need to lay down. I'm just like, I fuck, I just, I run out of energy so quickly. But I'm not throwing up. I don't feel like, uh, you know, I'm not coughing. I'm not hawking up loogies. You know, I don't feel sick other than lethargy and body aches. So I tell my wife, I'm in Springfield, Illinois, doing a great comedy club, uh, Donnie B's Comedy Club, two great shows tonight, so much fun. Um, I tell my wife, and she goes, ooh, Lyme disease. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear Lyme disease. That's (laughs) fucking horrible. So I I get naked, and I I do a self-exam, and I find a small rash on my left uh, ankle. And I'm like, all right. So I Google Lyme disease rash, and 99% of the rashes do not look like my rash, but one looks exactly like it. So now I'm focused on that because I have all the symptoms of Lyme disease and a rash. I'm like, fuck you. So, you know, I'm going to go ahead and hopefully believe that it's nothing, but I'm a little paranoid right now because I feel like absolute shit. My whole body hurts. It's weird. Yeah, I got something similar, man. I think it's Lyme. It burns when I piss, man. <laughs> you have a severe hangover. It's um, midnight 30 your time, and you said you're still hungover from Thursday night. That's what you have. That's Yeah, okay, never mind. It's not Lyme disease hangover. I, I mix those two <laughs> up a lot. So, um, Jake, what would you like to talk about? Oh, top of the hour. I do want to quick say this. Um, I, I'm not going to use a name because I'm not sure if it was sent to me for use in the podcast, so I'm not going to say who. But uh, one of our astute listeners, uh, a female, sent me a message because we were talking about uh, the book I read on rape and uh, how every rape that happened in the book seemingly happened because they were drunk and sleeping in the same bed and the guy got handsy and did something horrible. Well, she sent me a thing saying that, yeah, that's my boyfriend. Like, we live together, but he tries to sleep fuck me all the time. He, she said, I get in bed, and he's asleep, but he starts grabbing me and pushing my head down to the di- down to his dick, and she's like, nah, what the hell? And she said, sometimes he'll wake up and go, wow, surprise blowjob. And she's like, no, you wanted this. I thought you were awake. And then she figured out that he was asleep. So I told her, and I need your help with this, Jake. I, I do something similar where I cheat on my taxes in my sleep. It's the weirdest goddamn thing. <laughs> what I told her is I need your help with this, Jake. She needs to do something. Since he, she said that sometimes he grabs her hands and tries to get her to get a hand job or something, but he, he swears he's asleep. So I'm like, you, like, I said peanut butter, but peanut butter is going to be too difficult. It's, you know, compressed. Maybe take a jar of mayonnaise in bed with you, and so when you know he tries to do something with his dick, you just shove his dick in mayonnaise, so he wakes up and his dick is covered in mayonnaise. Something to get him, like you do that enough times in a row, and he's going to realize, you know what, maybe I shouldn't be doing this, or maybe I need to wake up sooner. What, what's your idea to get him to stop uh, getting all dirty hands? She wasn't. I did that same thing with my cellmate in prison. He used to do the same thing. Uh, it sounds like a good idea in theory, but then uh, your your whole cell is covered in mayonnaise the next morning and you gotta the clean whole it up. cell covered in mayonnaise what the f- yeah. fuck are you doing uh-huh. i thought it would just be like some some stains on the bed sheets you can wash out no 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 
He's uh, he's he's a real animal in a sleep to summit. <laughs> well, fair enough. All right. So, what do you think she should do if if he can't if she can't carry a jar of mayonnaise in there to shove his dick into? Should, how about a clothespin? When he gets all grabby, just put a clothespin on his dick. That'll wake him up fast. Well, the thing is, is I would I would imagine that if you're pushing him away and stuff, he's gonna wake up, right? Like you, you, if you shake him, you'll wake up, right? Sometimes she says she doesn't mind. She's just like, eh, what the hell? I'm in the mood too. All right. Hey, if uh, if a child is conceived while the guy's asleep, is that what causes narcolepsy? Is that kid a <laughs> narcoleptic then? <laughs> it's got to do something. There's got to be an after effect. Sleepy sperm, sleepy kid. Sure. Wasn't hey, that a what documentary? If... That should be a documentary. Someone make the documentary Sleepy Sperm, Speak Sleepy Kid. And, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll it watch makes it sense to Netflix. me, man. And what if... What if there's what if there's guys out there who do that, you know? But they're you know like like this situation, they're living with significant others. It's not like it's a problem. Usually, if you're sleeping next to somebody, it's someone you're you're banging anyway. So it's not really a it's it's, it's usually not going to be like a like a weird consent issue. But it, it, well, it plus there you can push marriage rape. But she says that if she says it, no, he wakes that's up. Not but if she, she's in the mood, she does it. You know, right. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not like it, because I've I've never tried to I've never tried to fuck someone who was trying to fight me off of them, but I I would imagine it would wake me up. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I, so. I, I would imagine that would be enough that it would uh, it probably jar me awake at some point. But um, what if there's guys out there that do this? And they're actually way better in bed when they're asleep. So what their girlfriends end up doing is now their girlfriends are roofing them, you know, just so that they can have the sleep sex because they're they're shit awful at it when they're awake. Ambien. Ambien. Ah. Yeah. Just gotta make sure they're 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 fucking and not tweeting, you know. I didn't even think of that when I said it. Completely had forgotten that when I said that. Completely forgot. All right. <laughs> Dude, he's great in bed, but he says the most horrible things, things about former yes. Obama aides. It's I, I I don't understand it. All he does is he he bangs like a wild man while screaming about Obama. Funny, funny. All right, Jake. I want to tell you a very, very quick story. I'll make it very quick, and it's going to go somewhere. Um, Stories that start weekend- with that are never quick. Anyway, right. continue. My favorite weekend of comedy of all time took place in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There used to be a comedy club, and I think I've told you this story, Jake, or not this story, I've told you of this comedy club. There used to be a comedy club that was in the basement of a strip joint, and so it was never busy, and the people that did show up were pretty trashy because, you know, like, you don't take a classy date like, hey, we're going to go see comedy and then pull into a parking lot of, you know, the dancing fucking unicorn or spearmint rhino or whatever, so... I've never set foot in a strip club and wondered what the hell was going on in the basement. <laughs> I mean, I've always assumed nothing good, but I've never been like, I, I have to know. Uh, so anyway, my favorite weekend of comedy was I show up and Thursday night, there's no audience. Show canceled. Friday, I go back and uh, first show, eh, maybe 20 people, they do a show. Second show Friday, no people. Show canceled. Show up Saturday. First show Saturday, 20 people. Show. Second show, no people canceled. So... I performed two of five shows and got paid for five of five shows. It was my favorite weekend of comedy of all time. And the reason oh, I awesome. tell you that is because I am so fucking jealous of Megyn Kelly right now. I We need to sure. start saying more stupid shit, Jake, so that someone can give us $69 million to not have a job. 
she is she she's getting bought out of her contract or if it, it it already happened she got canceled but they're paying her full contract and she is a multi 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 millionaire many times over it, it's it's got to be the greatest goddamn thing in the world to get millions of dollars to stay home yeah but i feel like there's a, a lot happened in between the um uh the blackface comment and her getting the money like i don't think I don't think we can just change the name to the Pro Blackface podcast and then we get millions of dollars. I don't think that's how that works. I think we have to be well, yeah, famous TV personalities first. But... I mean, we could try it. I'm willing to try it and see what happens, <laughs> but I don't think it's going to work out well for I think we're going to get shitty reviews on iTunes if we do this. Probably, but at least we'll get notoriety. What are What are your thoughts on her and the whole controversy? Did you actually... I heard... The clip. I heard what she said. Did you hear her, or did you read like secondhand news stories? Yeah, I, I heard what she said. I, yeah, just like anything else, I, I started hearing. You, you know, you see people on Facebook first, and of course, they're blowing it way out of proportion, like everything else. It's either Screaming. oh, she said the most bigoted thing I've ever heard, or I don't think there's anything wrong with what she said. No. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like one or two kids. Like, no, it's kind of a shitty, kind of ignorant thing. You, you, you know what I mean? But it, and she wasn't, she wasn't being like, like bigoted, like racist. She just, right. she was dumb and didn't realize that that's, that's fucking not a cool thing to do, you well, know? And, and, and what she said, I'm not sure if it's inaccurate. I'm not sure what she said was wrong because people, uh, there's two things people say oh in the past people were so racist and we're evolved and gay marriage wasn't legal and you know we're 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 better people these days so if she says that in the past i I can't remember her exact quote but she didn't say put on blackface and do l joseph and mock black people she said if you like diana ross put on some makeup and be diana ross there's a difference she did use the word blackface she said when i was a kid blackface was okay if you were paying homage to someone or something like that she might not be wrong you know, she, the, we were more racist in the past. So to say that we weren't, it's, it's sort of a bizarre stance for the social justice warriors to take to say, no, no, the 1980s were so enlightened. What with the cocaine and Reagan and Iran Contra, we were much more racially sensitive in the 1980s. Eh, were we really, you know, what, I mean, uh, were we really more sensitive than we are today? Well, it did, it did sound like she was saying, hey, is this really that bad in terms of, Today, which uh, it is, it's, it was, it was, a, it was a dumb thing to say. That being right. said, I don't think she would be getting fired right now if it wasn't for the fact that her own network was kind of gunning for her anyway. And well, I thing, think it's, it's also the straw that broke the camel's back. It's not like she right. has not said a series of worse and just idiotic, horrible shit like Santa is white, uh, Jesus is white. I mean, she said some fucked up shit. So for her to get fired over this, it's it's the straw that broke the camel's back. Oh, I I forgot about the Santa Claus being white thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that shit was hilarious. I thought so. But the, I miss her. I, but the thing is, is I, I think since I, I don't remember what show I was listening to, but they, they, they brought up a good point, and I, I did remember hearing about this when it happened, but um, apparently Harvey Weinstein, when the Weinstein story was first breaking, NBC was ignoring it at first, you know, because yes, she was kind of tied uh, in with they, them. They would not publish the Ronan Farrow piece, or they, they did... They, they, right. they ignored it, and then... They, well, first they buried it, and, and then they ignored it. Yeah, and Megyn Kelly was was kind of 
pushing for that and and was was kind of vocal about it afterwards too and so they've they've been kind of gunning for for that and 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 like you said like this is the only dumb fucking thing she's ever said um it i i think that what it was is they hired her because she was like um during the election oh she's she's going after trump and it's like yeah but that's that's kind of worn off and now what you're left with is a lady who is basically still the same lady as she was on fox news before the election she's just anti-trump like she's fox news but an anti-trump weird little uh uh sort of castaway uh arm of fox news so to speak if they, if that makes sense and it and does. I think they 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 were tired of that. They were like, "Oh, this doesn't work anymore. We're not we're not really getting any props for you being anti." Like, yeah, everyone here is anti-Trump, and and you know, with with the fast turnaround news cycle we have today, I mean, people have all but forgotten about the the, the debates where you know her and Trump had it out, and now you just have this lady who's kind of making the network look bad and. Stepping on her own dick, so to speak, you know. I agree with most of most of what you said. The only thing I disagree with is I kind of I felt and I think and I could be wrong that she was kind of hired not to because she was anti-Trump, just because it was like she was hired because she was getting great ratings on Fox, and they figured she would say outrageous shit and get great ratings on NBC, and that's the other part of this. If her show. Like I every every time everything I've heard about her show is that it's not getting great ratings. If her show was right. number one, they would not cancel her so fast. They would say like, "Hey, apologize, we'll exactly. we'll keep you on." Or they're like Laura Ingram. Laura Ingram apologized or didn't apologize or took a three day sabbatical, and when she came back, it was like, "Yeah, we're not even going to fucking talk about what I said." I'm just but that's on. but the Trump shit. I think is why they thought they that she'd get better ratings. You know, is is I think that people were really behind her on the left when she was going after Trump because it was like, oh, here's somebody who's very traditionally conservative. She's, you know, she's on Fox News and stuff and and she is going after Trump hard. And so they sort of saw it as like, uh, oh, it's somebody who's come to our, our side. And it's like, eh, yes and no. Um, she She has on the issue of Trump, but Maybe not so much other shit. I mean, like, most of those people are just the TV political news personalities and shit. Yeah, you could, if you pay them enough money, they'll fucking say whatever. But it, I, I don't think that they, 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 you know, the viewers really saw her as the people who hired her thought that they would in terms of, oh, she's some sort of, um, you know, hero for the left now. And they were like, eh, not really. She still kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. All right. Um, I sent you a bunch of links, but one of them was not the biggest news. Uh, listeners, we are recording. Um, Jake is in the wee hours of Saturday the 27th. I am still in Friday, October 26th. I've got about 14 minutes left to go before I am in Saturday. Um, the, the biggest news of the past couple of days, uh, bombs sent everywhere and then bomber caught. And I, my, I don't know what your Facebook feed looked like, but my Facebook feed just was exactly what you'd expect. Everybody on the left was screaming, eh, it's a Trumper. And everybody on the right was screaming false flag. And so I posted, well, why don't we just fucking wait and see? 
Right. And yeah. In my heart, I'm like, I'm. It's gonna be a Trumper. I. This is not a false flag kind of thing. And it, it is a Trumper. The guy that was arrested, I can't remember his name, and I don't even want to name him because fuck him. Let's not give him his. 15 minutes of glory. One thing that scares me I knew the guy um, was going to be dumb because, dude, what kind of sorry-ass terrorist is trying to blow up former politicians and shit? I heard the week before (laughs) he he tried to club Nancy Kerrigan in the knee. Yeah. (laughs) She was surprised as hell. She was taking her grandkids to Walmart and she was like, really? Again? But I haven't haven't even ice skated in like two decades. What are you doing? That is... Wait a second. That's the meanest thing. I loved that joke up front, but uh, uh, now I got to Google. Because that well, I don't know if my timer aligns correctly. The, the, the grandkids part. Um, she's oh no, that was a blatant old. exaggeration. She's forty nine years old now. Dude, granted, she could have been in, fucking young. You don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say in some of your southern states, uh, the Bible Belt. Uh, at forty nine, you're a you're a grandmother. But uh, I thought it was a very funny comment. Not blaming her state. Funny, Maybe but... she's just a virile woman. Likes to fuck, you know. <laughs> and so do her kids. Ah, <laughs> uh, here's. I guess, and this is to be expected. This is to be expected, and, you know, I, 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 I'm I, not surprised by it, but I'm still able to get disappointed by it, and that's what's amazing, is that I that I, I know what's going to happen, and yet it happens, and I still am let down by humanity. I, are, I have already seen a video where they uh, interviewed Trumpers, and they were saying, well, I, I still think it's a big Hillary Clinton conspiracy that they paid him to send those bombs, and he's not really a Trump fan. And this was a series of people they interviewed outside a Trump rally. And my fingers are crossed that those are the dumbest of the dumb. But the reality is, is that just all Trumpers are the stupidest of the stupid. So I don't know if all of them think that, or if some, because it's just... I, you know, well, Trump was saying that initially. Well, yeah, but now that was before he was caught. Be- initially, well, yeah, that's what that I'm saying. My timeline was, was filled with false flag. This is a Democrat doing this to get attention. All right. Uh, but now that it's out there, what happened? And, and the the ducks are lining up in a row. That you still have Trumpers saying like, uh, I, I bet he's I bet he's not a true Trump fan. I bet Hillary Clinton and George Soros paid him to put all those Trump stickers on his van and mail it. It's like you just. We're dealing with the stupidest of the stupid people. That's, that's all there is to it. And it's just sad knowing they exist. I don't even have the energy to get angry or outraged or yell about it and say, how could you believe this? It's just, you're a sad human being. You're a very stupid, sad human being. And, and I don't know what to say to you. When it's yourself. it's one thing it's one thing people on Facebook just sort of jumping to conclusions right away. Right. Um, that means I'm it, about it, the like, interviews with people who are, who are actually being interviewed on camera saying, "Oh yeah, that, dude." Especially well, especially Trump, man. Like right away, just going, "Oh, it's it's a false flag operation." It's like, look, I, was it possible at the time that it was? Yes, it was possible. Anything was fucking possible. Uh, maybe aliens from outer space did it. I can't prove they didn't <laughs> exactly. yet because we haven't caught the guy. However, if you're going to make something that specific in, in terms of you know claiming it's a false flag thing, you should have some kind of evidence. You know what I'm saying? Like Because right off the bat, all we know is a bunch of uh democrat politicians and you know pro democrat celebrities got mailed bombs so off the bat we 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 have to assume it was somebody who doesn't like democrats now until we know more great we we investigate all angles we try to find out who did it that being said you say i think it's this but i will investigate everything 
This yeah, is and, what the evidence suggests, but I will investigate everyone. Right. And like all he had to say was, uh, you know, I, I don't like Hillary Clinton or Obama, but I don't like guys who send pipe bombs more. Boom. Done. It's, it's you know, your, your whole... But and, and yeah, if 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 he would have said that, there'd still be shitheads on the left going. This happened because of the hateful rhetoric that Donald Trump spews, and he's responsible, and he makes people do this. But they'd sound like fucking assholes because that's no, they do the anyway, same the exact people who are very quick to point out um, that you know, it's whenever Al Qaeda blows something up, hey, now this isn't all Muslims, which is which is exactly true. You know, you can't blame two billion Muslims for something that fucking one group did. You know, some small fringe group did let alone one weird jackass out of a van in florida right that being said if you know there was some terrorist attack that was muslims and mainstream muslim news outlets were all going they was jews dressed in muslim face that did this the cartoonists <laughs> shot themselves like I mean, you, you'd be okay you're not responsible for this but you guys are being fucking dicks right now and that's 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 what the right is doing they sound like complete fucking jackasses on this and that guy he actually he misspelled the names on the on the letters how are you um angry how are you hateful enough that you want to send somebody a, a, a bomb to blow them up but you 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 don't know enough about them to spell their fucking name right well, like 20 years ago, sure. But, you know, with Google, I don't care how dumb you are, you can look up a name and then look at the screen and look at the pen in your hand and look at the screen and look at the package and make sure all the letters match. Like, on your once you Google, like, H-I-L-R-R-K-L-I, and then Google will go, do you mean Hillary Clinton? And then, yeah, and, and, and you, you can correct yourself. With Google, you have no excuse for getting all the names wrong on the packages. Dude, he literally has on his, on his van, or I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a van, it's bumper a van. stickers that had, he has bumper stickers with Obama and Hillary Clinton with targets on them. Yeah, How are you dumb hairs. enough... To drive around advertising, I want to kill these people before you send them pipe bombs, man. That is just, he should be doing the opposite. He should be painting his car. He should be covering it with like pro-Democrat shit. You, you know, throw your fucking scent off, you know? Like if you're, um, if, if, if you're like a, like a weed dealer in Alabama, one of those states where it's like, that's five to ten years in prison for, an, for a dime bag. You know what I mean? Like, if you are, uh, y- you know, a drug dealer and you sell weed by the double bag. Yeah. No, you, you, you get a bunch of, uh, you get a bunch of like pro Ted Cruz shit. You know what I'm right. saying? Like not even pro Trump. Cause he seems kind of, uh, like he doesn't really give a fuck about weed. You got to have specifically just Mike Pence. You know what I'm saying? Like just Mike Pence bumper stickers. That's what, if I'm, if I'm a, a weed kingpin in, 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 in the Bible belt States, I'm driving around with nothing but Mike Pence bumper stickers. Well, that's what I always thought was funny about uh, drug dealers that got the most pimped out cars. You know, back in the day, it was in the 70s, big Cadillacs with rims, and then it was the most tricked out BMWs. And I'm like, you're kind of high profile there. Why don't you just get a fucking Hyundai and, you know, right, yeah. be rich? Why, what? How, how small is your penis? And I know I ask that question a lot, but 
I think it's a question that's worth worth asking a lot. Is when you would can't you just you know deal drugs and 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 be good at it? Back in my day, drug dealers were simpler. Yes, they were. One one last thing on Trump tweeting. The you talked about uh, the right sounding like assholes. I don't know if you heard or saw this tweet. I don't know the exact quote, but uh, a couple of words in it were. Um, he said, you know, the right was doing very, Republicans were doing very well in uh, polling in the election until this, quote, bomb stuff started happening. It's like, well, that's that's how you belittle it. That's how you dismiss it. Bomb stuff. Good call. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, dude, all you got to say is I may not be fans of the people he tried to bomb, but I'm fans of people trying to bomb them even less. You know what I mean? Just that's that's all you got to do. That's that's all you got to do. You don't have to make some grandiose thing about it. You don't, like, just say that what they did is fucked up and then leave it at that. That Just separate, just let people know that, hey, this does not represent the majority of, of conservatives, which is true, man. And, you know, like, yeah, there's people on the left right now going, oh, this is all because of Trump and his hateful rhetoric. And it's like, yeah, but... You know that's the exact same thing that Breitbart said about um, people saying really horrible shit about Trump when that and 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 Republicans when that that crazy leftist dude shot up that Republican baseball game. You know, um, right, right. We talk shit about Trump. I don't think we're responsible for that fucking guy going and shooting up a baseball game. You know who's responsible for that? A crazy motherfucker who shot up a baseball game. You know who's responsible for sending pipe bombs to Democrats? The fucking guy who put him in the mail. You know, I'm not... This this thing where you go, well, you can't criticize shit and you can't be harsh against shit. Otherwise, some jackass in Florida might try to blow it up. It's like, okay, well, I guess I'll never say anything is bad ever again. Uh, I, I shit on comic book movies constantly. I better not do that because that guy who shot up Dark Knight Rises or whatever um, probably heard me bashing comic book movies. That's why he shot up the Batman movie. Technically, that Batman movie sucked and he should have just shot up the screen. I would have felt uh, okay with him just shooting up the screen. People, no, that's horrible and wrong, but uh, that, that movie just bad. Right, right, let's right. Let's change gears. Oh, one final thing, one final thing. Uh, this is amusing, and someone's going to talk about this. We might as well. Uh, the, the bomber in Florida. I love the fact that we, we talk about his van, and his van is just covered with, you know, I have an erection for Pence, and uh, Trump, you know, makes my nipples hard, and Hillary is horrible, and, the, and he was a part-time stripper. And I'm like, what must it have been like if you hire this guy and you're looking out the window, and you're like, is he here yet? Is he here yet? And then you see that that van pull up, like... <laughs> Worst birthday I'm, party ever. Exactly. I'm like, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but I'd be like, he gets out of the van. I'm like, I don't think I want this guy to come in the house. Even if you are a conservative, I think you're looking at that van and going, this guy has a few issues. Let's just give him a couple hundred bucks and said shit went south here. Just pay you off and go away. Well, you know, that's why... I. I'm all about saving a buck or two. You know what I'm saying? That being said, uh, when you're on, on, on Groupon and, and Google and you're trying to find, is there a stripper who will work for menthol cigarettes? You know what I'm saying? Like that, <laughs> You get what you pay for, man. Well, that just made me think of what I said about Megyn Kelly, and I think that might be my new get-rich-not-quick-but-make-some-money-on-the-side scheme. 
is I am going to become a male stripper, but I'm going to uh, adorn my car with the most, most outrageous shit so that when I show up, I'll just, you know, keep like a wild, crazy stare in my eye. Like, hi, ladies, how you doing? They're like, let's not let him in the house. Here's your money. Go away. And so that way they never have to see my pasty, flabby body or small penis. And uh, I'll still make a couple hundred bucks. Sure. The, like, you think you think that's what happens is he's like, dude, I, I, I really want to just make a quick couple bucks. I'm going to have them pay me up front for a little bit. and But it's mostly going to be tips. But then he gets here. He oh, gets there. True. And it's like, well, they are, we already fucking PayPal'd him. Um, uh, just leave. No tips. But you got $20 just for showing up. And, well, I'm uh, sure you could get a hundy out of them, maybe, or 200, you know, something, you know, something to make it worth your while, especially if you do it, if you do it well enough, if you book like stripping gigs at 7 p.m., you know, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., and 10 p.m., because you know that each one's going to cancel when they see your fucked up van and your crazy wild eyes when you get out and they're going to be like, yeah, but you're fucking got a strip. You're saying this from the angle of someone who you're assuming is good at planning. We saw how shitty he was with the bombs, man. He's no, no, not no, good I'm at planning the, the stripping shit. Hiring him. I'm talking about the people hiring him. They hire a stripper, and then I show up with my crazy fucking van and shit, and then they just pay me off to go away. Not, not the stripper guy. I'm talking about oh, people gotcha. hiring him. I'm talking about oh, the Mel- yeah, but- Megyn Kelly thing where you just get paid to go away. Like like I said, they're looking out a window. They're like, hey, the stripper's here. Holy shit, look at that van. And then I get out and I just like act, you know, I twitch and look crazy and like... And they're like, I then get to the door and they're like, hey, uh, thanks so much for showing up, but, uh, oh, we're just going to pay you off. Uh, she, she, she got sick, so here's, here's your $100. And then you just go on to the next gig, and like I just said, they never have to see my pasty body or my small penis, and I make money. It's, it's not a get-rich-quick, but, you know, it's, it's a scheme. You know, you know what would really piss them off is if... Um... If this is a uh, Christmas party for NBC and you actually showed up wearing nothing but blackface, man, they'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Did you learn nothing from Megyn Kelly? Here's a bunch of money. Now go away. I did. I have been in blackface in my life once. Um, I, I would have been in the 1990s and I was a bartender at a restaurant. And I can look up what year it was if you want me to, because I'll tell you what happened. And I might have even told this story. Um uh, we all had to wear Halloween costumes, so I put on my regular shirt and bow tie and, and shit to be a bartender, but then I put my face in blackface, and then I put a name tag on that said Ted Danson. So I was going as Ted Danson, who had gone to the Whoopi Goldberg event in blackface. Um, probably couldn't get away with that shit today, but uh, a lot of people found it funny back then. Oh, fuck no. Yeah, but you, you, you were like satirizing it. You were You were... Right. You were going as a white guy. You were going as Ted Danson in blackface. Right. Who had gone in blackface to the Whoopi Goldberg event. Whenever year that was. Yeah. Whenever he got in trouble for going in blackface, I went as Ted Danson in blackface. And uh, it, it, it got some amusement. Um, oh, that's a good question. What do you think... Uh, you, you think you think Whoopi's going to talk shit about uh, Megyn Kelly and, and the blackface thing on The View after that Ted Danson thing? After she I defended know, uh, Danson? She, he said she supported it. Like, they were dating, yeah. and it was her idea. Like, why don't you go in blackface? And so he did, and then it backfired, but, yeah. You think maybe she was, like, mad at him, and that was just a, a <laughs> sneaky, passive-aggressive way? You motherfucker, I'll show you. Hey, no, 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 I'm not mad anymore. Listen, uh, smear this all over your face. Yeah, it'd be funny. No, 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 no. Yeah, I'll, uh, you know, I promise. 
Or even if she wasn't mad, she just wanted to get out of the relationship. So it was like, ah, why don't you do this? Oh, uh, now I have to break up with you. You know, uh, black brothers and sisters, the community, fist in air. We're, we're, we're done here. That's that's a sneaky way to do it. Hey, I, yeah, I just thought of something, man. This this guy that was a stripper, um, mm-hmm. he's got a bunch of Mike Pence stickers all over his van, but then he's exactly. a male stripper. I don't think Pence would approve of male stripping. No, Mr. Uh, I get an erection for Jesus probably well, does theoretically, not of male stripping. Yeah, I mean theoretically if you're if you're male stripping for for women, I guess it's uh it's it's fine by the good book or at least you know the parts they pay attention to on that side of the aisle. <laughs> um you know, but here's here's the thing. I don't know if you've ever known anybody who was in the male stripping game at any point in their lives, but I've known a couple guys Mostly dudes that pay you to do that. Not a whole lot of straight women paying you much. You know, every now and then you might get a bachelorette party or something like that. And that's only if you're really good looking, dude. For the most part, unless you're top shelf male stripper, which this guy, very much not. He's at the bottom of the... He's not even on the bottom shelf of the liquor store. He is all gas station wine, man. This guy is fucking night train wine, (laughs) mad dog wine, that kind of shit. I've had Mad Dog. That's the grossest shit ever. Yeah, yeah. This guy, this guy is the wine that is only sold in places where you can buy scratch tickets as well. Like he's he, that's this guy all the way. In fact, he he probably had scratch tickets in that van. If I'm not uh, and and night train, but yeah, this guy is he's just stripping for dudes at at, at his level. Probably, probably, probably. All right, let's switch to something lighter. Um, I sent you this article. It went kind of viral. It happens, like, it, this This is not the most original or unique article, but every time I see it, I kind of like it. Um, Got to get the spittle out of my mouth. Sorry, swallowed there. Texas dad Joseph Blakenly, uh, Blaken, yeah, uh, his son was uh, lippy, or his, his 11-year-old son was uh, fucking around, being an asshole, being mean to his mom was being a smart-ass to his mom. Sure. So he put on his wife's dress and walked his kid to the bus stop so that everybody saw him wearing a dress. And, uh, Jake, let me just ask you, did you read that whole article? I I kind of skimmed it. Yeah, it was, okay, uh, it, so, it was a weird one. Okay, well, it's not a weird one. Just gut reaction. What, what's your quick, just off the top of your head, not giving it any thought reaction? I you know it's 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 effective man. I remember one day my dad was no, mad no, 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 that no. I was living in my mom. So he he blew three guys at the bus stop when when they were picking me up for school. And he was I was just like dad, what are you doing? This is embarrassing. Stop blowing three guys. He's like I'm picking you last time. It's punishment. And it was it was the strangest thing, man. But I I I, I never got lippy again, man. In fact, I was I was traumatized from that. Well, see, it, it is funny. I wanted a straight answer because I the first answer, I, the first thing I think of is I see it and I go, ah, it's funny. You know, good for him. You know, he's, he's going to embarrass his kid. Good for him. That's funny. What I thought was interesting about the article, and when I say interesting, I mean stupid, is you scroll down to the bottom and uh, the article actually talks to psychologist Barbara Greenberg told Yahoo that shame isn't an effective form of discipline. A more appropriate way to get kids to behave, she says, is to make them do what she calls repair work, geared toward their specific transgression. Fuck you. It's a picture about, it's a story of a guy that put on a dress to embarrass his kid. 
who the fuck decided to get a psychologist involved to break down the parameters of punishment and talk about whether or not this is effective? It's a funny story. The guy put on a dress. He walked his kid to the bus stop and the kid was like, dad, you're wearing a dress. And he's like, hey, kids, this is my son. I'm a dad wearing. Why the fuck does it have to be more than that? It's funny. Whoever decided to bring in a psychologist, God, fuck them. Just buzz kills, joy kills, joy kill. That's what annoyed me about the article. That's the only reason I sent it to you is because we've seen sure. guys do shit like that before. And it's funny. Who the fuck needed to let you know? We need to talk about specific transgressions and repair work. Eat a dick. That, that is a psychiatrist who was bombed at all things psychiatry if they're taking that phone call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is someone who had nothing. She had no appointments for anyone that afternoon. You know, that's it. This is if, true. If you have now any like psychiatry work at all, you are not putting your name in the BuzzFeed article about a dude wearing a dress to a bus stop to embarrass a fucking 10-year-old. That's just like, uh, oh, um... Did you see the doctor in front of my name? Yeah, that means I don't give a fuck about this. Beep! And, and you're just hanging up on him right there. That's any good doctor. This is this is the bottom shelf of the um, basically the the pipe the male pipe bomb stripper guy. Um, what he is to terrorism, she is to psychiatry. That's what that means. That's funny. All right, I was going to give you one more. But I forgot that there are two because one just hit today, and I don't know if you've seen it. I'm going to be honest; I have not read up on it a lot. But I just the headline, and I'm I'm an American, which means I just see a headline and I have an opinion. That's the way it is. I don't research everything; I research as much as I can. Sometimes I just sometimes I I I read the headline. I use the force, and I go about the rest of my day. You know, I (laughs) I I base my opinions off that. Well, here's the headline that had me. Again, it doesn't affect me. It doesn't make me angry. It just makes me roll my eyes. Like, really, is this where we're at, society? Apu is being written out of The Simpsons in light of the controversy surrounding the character. I, Jesus fucking Christ. It's a cartoon. Two things. One, everybody in the cartoon is pretty much an idiot. Homer, our dad's supposed to be offended by Homer now. Uh, just Chief Wiggum, our cops supposed to be offended now. Look, number two, if you could go out in America and show me that Apu does not exist, that is just completely like like what we were talking about earlier, blackface. That L. Joseph shit was invented. Racism, horseshit. Apu is a real person. You can find him in almost every fucking city in America, and. He wasn't even a one-note character. He, you know, he had depth. Uh, yes, he spoke in an accent. And thank you, come and and there, there. But Jesus fucking Christ! Sure, it's. I mean, it's. A, I see it both ways because it is a little bit behind the times. There's no way they would have put that character in there now, doing the thank you, come again thing, and and oh, he's you know he's the arab guy that works or the uh the indian guy who works in the 7-eleven you know like that it wouldn't have been done now uh, and it, it is kind of one-sided to go like oh he's just the guy that works in the quickie market no no no. there is there was like a whole backstory for a while about he was he was vegetarian and was helping lisa when when she became a vegetarian and, and was teaching her about by Indian food and shit, and it, it, like there was the episode with Paul McCartney on on the roof of the Quickie Mart, and they're the all eating one. vegetarian. You're, that's, you're just, it's all the same episode you're discussing. 
Yeah, there's. They talk, I, they, I, I thought that's come up again. That's come up in other episodes, but uh, but yeah, yeah but there also, was also, one main um, episode they, about that. I haven't seen it in a while, but I I do know that they talked about arranged marriages, which is real, and I can't remember exactly how they handled it, but I remember that it yeah. was not done in the most like look at these fucking Indians, like right, they, right. They, they 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 fleshed him out and. Again, if you can show me he doesn't exist and that he is nothing but a caricature, then it's wrong. But considering he's a real person in America, fuck you for getting your goddamn sandy vagina all hurt over this. And and I, from what I understand, it's a very small minority because, like, I've heard interviews like Jay Chandahakskar. I can't even say his name. The guy that directed he said, like, look, when I was a kid— there were no Indian role models. So just seeing him as a cartoon made me feel good. Like, hey, I'm being represented. So Sure. I suppose I, as a white guy, I'm not allowed to say shit, so I'm just going to shut up now. I, I just don't get it, so whatever, fuck me. I'm, I, I mean, I'm I see it both ways, right? Like, I, I definitely see why they wrote him out, because they're getting so much fucking heat over it, and he, he, is, he is really a side character. He's not a main character. They didn't write out Homer. They didn't write out Grandpa. They didn't write out Bart. They, they, they wrote out a guy who's maybe in every four or five episodes for a couple minutes tops, you know? Yeah. So it's like well, that's, that's an easy one, man. That show is filled with so many tiny little side characters, whatever. And it's, that to me seems easier than them putting up with all the, the negative backlash because... Yeah, man. If you if you just play individual sound clips of him, it sounds pretty fucking bad. Now, if you, if you're leaving out like the Paul McCartney episode and stuff like that, y- yeah, you're not really getting the full view of a poo. But it's it's easier to like it's it's sort of like what's the risk? What's the reward to keeping him? You know, the risk is that people fucking raise a huge stink, which they've already done, and, and, and it's caught on, and this and this doesn't go away. You know what I'm saying? Um, whereas, you know, you write them off, and you don't have to deal with it anymore. Well, here here's my ultimate feeling. I find it kind of annoying, like I said, but for the most part, I don't care. And full disclosure, I haven't watched The Simpsons since, like, season 9 or 10, and... The couple times I've tried to tune in, it's just not my bag anymore. So I, I really shouldn't have an opinion because it's just me complaining about yeah. something I'm not actively involved in. So I don't give a fuck. All right. See, Final. The Simpsons is a fucking dynasty. If I kill them off, man, and I'm the writers, I would do it in like I would I would kill them off and I would write them out. But I would be a dick about it. I would be like, listen, Apu is not here um, and he's not going to be on any more episodes. He uh, he died. Uh, while at his part-time job as an Uber driver, he was uh, screaming loudly on a Bluetooth, haggling over <laughs> electronics, and uh, he crashed into a cab that he was also yelling at for being a slightly different type of of uh, of, of Indian guy. Well, the, what you made me think of right there at the end when you said cab is I think of, I can't think of his name, uh, the, the cab driver in Deadpool and Deadpool 2 is like, ooh, can he not be in Deadpool 3 now? It, Whatever, big deal. Um, you did make me think of one thing. Uh, you talk about killing off an ex- insignificant character. I don't watch the show. I don't follow the show. But I, I'm, I, popular culture just seeps in through my pores. Uh, do you know anything about Modern Family? A, a little bit. I, I've seen like one or two episodes. 
All right. Well, the the beginning of this last season, they or maybe over the summer, there there was all this news: Modern Family's killing off a major character. Someone's gonna die because this is the last season, and we're gonna do something emotional and get people, you know, like they're. And it yeah. turns out, no, no, they they killed off Shelley Long, who is. Uh, they, they they when I read the article, it was like, oh, they said spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We're giving away who we're killing, and she's. Been I, on, I'm like, not familiar with which uh, character that was. It was uh, Phil Dumphy's mom, I believe. But the oh, whole okay. point is, she's on maybe one episode a year. So it's like, ooh, we're killing his mom. Yeah, but you're not killing off Ed O'Neill or, you know, Manny or one of the... T- it's like, if you say you're going to kill someone, you can't kill off a secondary character that's only on once a year. It, it, I, I think they should link funny. up with The Simpsons. I think they should say that she was murdered by a poo and that it was a <laughs> murder-suicide. Oh, this is good. This is embarrassing. I shouldn't admit this. Do you know what it made me think of? Um, oh, this is... I should not admit this. The, the TV show 90210, my buddy and I used to watch that and treat it like Mystery Science Theater 3000. We sure, would put it sure. on every week and then make comments through the whole thing. Now, the first season, the Brian Austin Well, watching Green a bunch of dudes with salt and pepper hair pretend they're high school kids? Exactly. The first, ep- the first season of 90210, uh, the Brian Austin Green character was friends. It was, they, they were like... There was this blonde kid that he was friends with, and they were in all the episodes together. And then starting in season two and then onward, the blonde kid was sort of phased out, and Brian Austin Green became one of the main characters. And then in, like, season six or seven, they said, we're going to kill a main character, and they brought back the blonde kid that hadn't been around for, like, six years and killed him. It's like, it's the same. I just thought of that with Shelley Long. It's like, you can't say you're killing a main character if you kill an auxiliary guy that hasn't been around in forever. That's false advertising, you know. It the, really the, is. the viewers demand bloodshed. Main character bloodshed. All right, the very last news story. Jake, there's a lot going on in the world. Megan Kelly's getting fired, bombers are getting arrested, but I think the most heartbreaking and you know, probably most important thing that we should have talked about at the top of the podcast is Ted Nugent calls the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame a sacrilege, his omission. He's not been inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he really thinks he should be, and he thinks the Hall of Fame is bullshit without him. And, you know, my God, if a guy that wrote shitty songs in the 1970s and has been a complete asshole ever since isn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Stranglehold's a pretty good song. I, I I give him that. I like Stranglehold. And I I, I, I guess I, I I didn't like, I like Cat Scratch Fever. I, it's it's got it's uh, that whole decade. Yeah, for the most part, I I like. Oh God, certain Aerosmith maybe, but I hated fucking Led Zeppelin. Black Sabbath. ELO. I don't like early Black Sabbath. I don't know if I like any. I you know like. I, the production value. I don't like the sound of it. Like it's, it's amazing when you listen to Pink Floyd albums. If you do, like in the seventies, they were on top of the production game. You hear something like Sweet can have a catchy song, but it sounds seventies tinny. But then you listen to The Wall, and you're like, that sounds modern even today. So I, maybe it's not that I don't like all the seventies music. It just most of it has a sound that isn't great. So. <laughs> It's not that you hate the music, you just hate the sound that comes out of their instruments and vocal cords. And most of the music, yes. All of what you just said. Yes, all of it. Fair enough. (laughs) Here's the thing about sounds coming out of instruments and and, and vocal cords. 
It's basically all of music, you know, unless uh, unless we're talking about electronic <laughs> dance. I mean, that's literally what they do. Uh, true, true, true. All right. It's not well, that I hate your stand-up. It's just that I think your setups, punchlines, and delivery are shit. <laughs> and I can accept that. Well, it's a travesty. Uh, listeners, protest the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for us because uh, I'm too tired and uh, beat down with my fucking I hope not Lyme disease whatever's going on for the past three days um I will say that like he he does he does bring up a a a good point in that you know the people that run that kind of stuff since it is the entertainment industry yes I I do agree that it is going to be biased against him because he is conservative now he's he's a fucking psycho and there's there's a reason people kind of shy away from him because he's not just conservative. He's like batshit insane conservative. You know what I mean? Yelling about he's going to shoot Hillary Clinton with a machine gun and shit like that. I mean, that's that's not just, well, I lean right in my politics and I believe in small government and low tax. No, that's, that's, that's fucking nuts, right? That being said, um, if he's Madonna up there going, I'm going to blow up the White House. Yeah! Like, it's, yeah, the entertainment industry is going to come down harder on you if you're if you're making a lot of noise on on the right side of the aisle. And Stranglehold was a good song. Um, I guess I'd have to I'm not really a huge uh, music guy. So I I don't I I'm not familiar with off the top of my head. I, I only know Stranglehold and Cat Scratch Fever, but. Um, with, with a lot of seventies rock. Yeah. There's, there's certain bands that I'm like, I, I can't name a lot of songs, but then you play them for me. I'm like, Oh yeah, I know that song. That's true. Well, he'll have to just be, uh, satisfied with his legions of fans and millions of dollars and his mansion and multi acres of land in Michigan. So yeah, no, who gives a shit? Like you're a fucking, you're a right wing rock icon dude and like uh like hunters love you it is is that 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 to me i would think would be better than being in the 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 hall like if i was a right-leaning guy like that i would i would want what he has with the the kind of audience he has over just some people going oh yeah he was fucking great in the 70s or whatever in in the hall you did your thing you made it you continue to make it so don't cry about shit you don't have you're you're right you're richer than Jake and I. All we have is this podcast. And listeners, we want you to spread this podcast around. Share it like it's herpes. Um, review it. Say nice things about it. Thanks for tuning in. And contact us with your stories if you want. Uh, we will withhold your name like we did at the beginning of this one with uh, the girl and the boyfriend with the grabby hands. And um, I think that's all we have. So jakevevra.com, nathantimmel.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you for giving this podcast to Also, I think that Ted Nugent and Megyn Kelly should start their own podcast called Outsiders Talking Blackface. I think that <laughs> is the way to go. You know, they've both been shunned by the industry. This is the only way to do it. Agreed. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>